Hello, and welcome to this latest podcast from the Rec Code Manager. My name is Paul Rock, and I'm the Head of Communications within the Code Manager team. I'm joined today by David Haddock from Wilcock Consultants and Kunal Sharma from GemServe, together the organisations appointed by RECO to carry out this year's audits on meter equipment managers, or MEMS, and meter installers, MIs, that are a requirement under the Retail Energy Code. A warm welcome to you both. Under previous code arrangements within Macopa for Electricity and MAMCOP and AMICOP, latterly MCOP, for Gas, Meter operators, meter asset managers and approved meter installers were all subject to annual audit programs. On the 1st of September 2021, these obligations moved into the REC upon its establishment. The purpose of the audits is to ensure the continued compliance of metering organisations with respect to relevant technical code obligations set out within the MOCOP and MCOP operational documents. These audits offer confidence to other market participants and the consumer that the MEM or MI can competently and safely meet its requirements and operate in the market. This year's audit period has kicked off. The gas metering audits are well underway, whilst the electricity equivalents started more recently. In this podcast, the audit scheme managers will seek to provide an explanation of how this year's audits will work, any notable changes since the move under the REC, associated timescales, and any other useful information. So, David Haddock, welcome. Uh, Please tell the listeners a little about your background and your role within the auditing framework. Thanks, Paul. I'm Dave Haddock, and I'm the account and contract manager for our contract with Retco. I've worked in the gas industry for over 40 years, and with Wilco Consultants for 18. I've been involved with the audit and accreditation of gas meter installers since 2010, that was through a contract with Ofgem and the audit and accreditation of meter installers and meter equipment managers since the start of 2018 with SPA and now with Retco. The scope of our contract includes the management of the MI and MEM database and the planning, completion and closing out of all MI and MEM audits required to ensure that all companies work within the rules set out by MCOP which replaced MAMCOP and AMICOP at the start of 2020. As part of our contract, we have developed a full suite of audit formats based on the audit form platform. These are used for all audits as a standard method to ensure consistency across all audits. Great, Dave. Thanks for that background. Perhaps you could tell us a little more about the timelines for the gas metering audits. Absolutely. Planning for this year's audit started in November 2021. Our database is used to provide details of all the audits required in the following year. Currently, MEMS are audited every year and undertake a full registration audit every three years. MIs have a full registration audit every three years. The list of audits is provided to RECCO so they can plan invoicing for the audits in advance of the audit. Auditors are allocated to each audit based on geography and past audits and to avoid any potential conflicts of interest. We then contact all companies who are to be audited with details of the type of audit, the allocated auditor, and the target date for the audit. Target dates are based on the original registration date of the company, and we endeavour to complete all audits within a two-month window around this date. In good time before each audit, the auditor will contact each company using the contact details that we have to agree an actual audit date and how the audit is to be completed. 
At the onset of COVID, we moved to a remote office audit process, and this is how most audits are still completed. However, the company and the auditor may agree to a face-to-face audit if there are good reasons to do so. All audits, with the exception of the initial registration audits, include an office audit, looking at processes and procedures against the requirements of the code, and a SiteWorks audit to review work completion practices. Once the audit date has been agreed, this is provided to our head office for planning and to RECCO for invoicing. 15 working days prior to the agreed audit date, the company is contacted by email to confirm the date. Full details of the audit to be completed, guidance notes and notes on the audit process are issued. The company then has 15 days to gather all the information required and submit this to the auditor by the audit date. On the audit date, the auditor will complete the audit, reviewing the information provided against each clause in the MCOP. For SiteWorks audits, the company is requested to provide full job details and wherever possible, this is completed as a work-in-progress audit. Thanks, Dave. That's, that's really clear. Uh, what happens after the audit's completed? Once completed, an audit report is issued to the company and RECCO. This will include details of any non-compliance in a corrective action report. Companies have 10 working days to provide additional information or a proposed programme of rectification in order to clear any non-compliance. When all non-compliances are being cleared to their satisfaction, then an audit completion report is issued to the company and RECCO. The database is updated with the latest details and a certificate is issued by RECCO. Each company has an obligation to provide RECCO and us with up-to-date details for their nominated representative for audits. These details are held within the master database and these are used for audit planning and completion. Thanks, Dave. Will all of these processes and timelines be familiar to those organisations who were audited under previous arrangements, or has there been significant changes with the moves to the REC? No, there's been no significant changes. We fundamentally operate exactly the same now as we have for the last four or five years. It's the same programme, it's the same timescales we work to, we use the same contact details. Our main change is the fact that we're working with RECCO rather than anybody else, um, but the programme stays the same. That's good to hear. Thanks again, David, for your time. Kunal Sharma, welcome. Uh, please tell us a bit about yourself and the electricity metering arrangements. Thanks, Paul, and hello, everyone. Um, so my name is Kunal Sharma, and I'm currently the head of energy solutions at GEMSERV. I've worked for GEMSERV for 14 years across a number of energy and low carbon contracts, including responsibility for the delivery of Macopa prior to its transfer into the REC. My current role includes the management and oversight of the REC MOCOP audits on behalf of RECO for this financial year. The electricity MOCOP is an operational document under the REC which covers the installation, operation and maintenance of electrical metering equipment by DNOs and relevant MEMS, Safety and technical requirements relevant to meter operation and the interface between MEMS and DNOs, and the requirements for mutual exchange of information between MEMS and DNOs via the REC portal. The scope of the audit covers an annual site visit of a MEM, which is aimed at ensuring its operatives are working in line with the MOCOP. This focuses on whole current operatives and current transformer operatives. Over 50% of the audit is focused on work in progress, and the remainder of the audit is focused on post completion activities. The auditor carries out the process as they have done so for the last few years, so there's no change in process. 
And as per last year, non-compliances will be raised where found, and MEMS will be asked to provide evidence of resolution. The number of operatives audited is based on previous year's performance, and a final report is provided to a MEM once the audit has been completed and the approval granted. This is also recorded on, on our internal systems. Regarding timelines, the auditors are already arranging with MEMS directly regarding dates and availability to undertake the site audit later this year, and audits have already started and should be completed by the end of the calendar year. Lastly, in terms of who is contacted and how, MEMS were already contacted by the REC Performance Assurance team earlier this year via email directly to gather their operative numbers. GEMSEV has already invoiced all MEMS via email for the audits and auditors are already coordinating when the audits will take place with MEMS via email. Invoices have to be paid prior to the audit being carried out on site. Thanks, Kunal. It's encouraging to hear that, like with the gas, there will be minimal changes to the process from previous audits. So hopefully uh, the impact on organisations will be minimal all round. It's worth bearing in mind um, that RECO is currently undertaking a project to consider the future consolidation of the REC metering arrangements into a single metering document. It's expected that this will also encompass a consolidation of audit arrangements as the industry looks towards a more streamlined approach in the future. If you're interested, you can find out more about the project by visiting the RECO website. That's retailenergycode.co.uk forward slash metering hyphen code hyphen consolidation. Thanks again to both Canal and Dave for their insight today. And thanks too to our listeners. We hope this podcast has supported your understanding of the metering audit arrangements. But if you have any follow-up questions or are seeking additional information, you may find what you're looking for on the REC portal or alternatively by raising a ticket to the Code Manager service desk or sending us an email at inquiries at recmanager.co.uk. Otherwise, thank you for listening and keep an ear out for more podcasts coming soon. Until next time.